0: Hi there. Thanks so much for joining me today. Today, the title of my message is Pray Like This. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you are good, that you want us to know, that you want to teach us and give us revelation knowledge. And so we thank you and praise you for doing that today. We thank you for your wisdom, and we just thank you that we can understand what you're saying to us today. We love you, praise you, we give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. God is so good. I'm so in love with him. I just love it when he gives us revelation knowledge and he wants to do that today. So um, I want to talk about what he said. And Luke 11, one of the disciples had asked him how to pray. And before that, in Luke 10, they were um, sent out and they were casting out demons and Jesus was teaching them and they were asking questions. And then Luke 11, 11, 1, and he was praying in a certain place. And when he stopped, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples. And he said to them, when you pray, say, Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done, held holy and revered on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, food for the morrow. And forgive us our sins, for we ourselves also forgive everyone who is indebted to us, who has offended us or done us wrong, and bring us not into temptation, but rescue us from evil. So when I was looking at this today, God suddenly just said something to me. And he said what the disciples were really saying is, how can we help? What should we do? When they said how to pray, they were saying, what should we do? And It makes so much sense because Jesus was teaching them, and they were following him, and they were willing to do his work. They just went out, and they were laying hands on sick and casting out demons, and that got me really excited because that's what he's saying to us today. He's saying, you know, when we ask, um, when we pray, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We have the kingdom of God within us. And so his kingdom in us, right? Jesus said that the kingdom of God isn't here or there, but the kingdom of God is within you. And so we have the kingdom of God within us. And um, Jesus said when he was here, he said the kingdom of God is at hand. He was here. He was showing the Father, doing the Father's work. He said, I only say and do what the Father says and does. I came to show the Father. And then he was teaching us how to live Like life is lived in heaven, right? So if we're asking God for his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven, what he's saying is, I'm asking you to do this. I'm asking you to bring my will on the earth, just like Jesus did when he was here. And so the disciples were saying, really, or the disciple was asking, what can we do to help? What can we do? What's our part? And it makes me think of Isaiah. And um, God said, who will go for us? And, And Isaiah said, I'll go. And then he told, he sent him out. He said, okay, you go. And then Isaiah said, how long, Lord? Because you know what? It just seems that way. When you go for God, it just seems so exhausting. Like, we're not listening. They're not listening. They're not hearing. You're sending me out and nobody wants to hear it. And so when he said, how long, Lord? I can just so relate to that because... I feel like God has given me so much revelation knowledge, so much wisdom to share, and people just really don't want to hear it. And, you know, I'm sure that in all the time that they spent with Jesus, they saw people like that as well. Not to say some people aren't listening, but a lot of people aren't. And so God is saying to us, who will go for me? You know, who will say, what can I do, Lord? What can I do for you? How can I be a part of what you're doing? How can I be about the quest that you're on to bring your will on the earth so people can see the truth, so they can see the Father, so they can see you and me? What can I do? And you know, God, what he's going to tell you you can do is exactly what Jesus said here, to pray that that will happen through you. That's really what he's saying. So he's wanting us today to say, what can I do, Lord? And then, he's gonna, and then he's saying to you, this is what you can do. You can let me recreate you in my likeness. And then you can go out and do this thing that I called you to do. Jeremiah 29, 11 says that he has a plan for each and every one of us. And so that was really a personal question for this man. What can I do? And at the same time, Jesus answered him publicly because it's something we all need to do. But then Jesus um, is going to reveal to us the plan that God has. And I can just tell you that because that's my experience. And God just made it so much more real today how important my part is. And, you know, I know that you're not going to have a revelation of that right now, but I hope you have a revelation of that your part is that important. And it never seems like it is because people aren't acknowledging us. And some some people are in the place where they're being acknowledged, but not always. You know, we're not getting this acknowledgement. We're we're not getting um, through to people, really. And sometimes it just seems like Isaiah was saying, how long? And um, actually, you know what? I think I should read that to you because, oh, and I actually have it marked. Isaiah 6, 9. He said, go tell his people, hear and hear. Well, okay, also hear the voice of the Lord saying, who shall I send and who will go for us? And I said, I'm here, Lord, send me. And he said, go tell his people, hear and hear continually, but understand not and see continually and do not apprehend with their mind. You know, and that's how we are. We hear it and hear it, we don't get it. I mean, even in my um, questions to God, you know, I'm like, I don't get it. I know you got a plan, I know the plan you have for me, but why is this happening right here and right now? And if I sit with him long enough, or even if I don't, he gets that answer to me, but I just love sitting there long enough where I get this deep revelation like I did today. And him making it really clear to me that, yeah, I know no one's listening, but I got this plan. And I know that you know things have been long in coming, but I got this plan, don't quit and give up now. And actually, um, I was in the car yesterday, and I had the radio on. It was a really awesome song. I don't know what it was, and it was the first time I heard it. And it was a young man singing and playing his guitar and just singing his heart out and saying that um, all he had is sweet Jesus. And it just so moved me. And then the lady at the end of the song said, don't give up, don't give up, don't give up. And, you know, when God sees that you're just not going to quit, he sees that you are someone he can use. And I feel like God was showing me that in my time with him this morning that, you know, we are, in fact, now I'm just reminded of the scripture he gave me. We are in a place of testing. You know, the ones that are willing to go for him, he has to make sure that you know the importance of your job and the importance of you keep on going, even no matter what you see, even though you can't see it on the outside, you got that promise in your heart and you know that he's gonna come through for you. It's an exciting thing when you get a word from the Lord, when you get a revelation, and it brings you all that peace and the understanding um, to just keep going and keep going and keep going. And so, you know, and we need songs like that, and we need to hear people say things like that woman said yesterday. It's so ministered to me. And, you know, we get to that place when nothing's happening and where, you know, you, you just have the enemy giving you these evil thoughts and, you know, how you're doing things for nothing and in your life is this and that and the other thing. And, you know, I've learned definitely now to hear that voice, not to let him talk to me. I don't allow him to talk to me. But it feels so much better when God comes around the other side of the corner saying, I'm really pleased with you that you're pressing in and you're believing, even though you haven't seen it yet. And so I wanted to finish reading to what Isaiah said. He said, then I said, Lord, how long? How long? And he answered, until the cities lie waste without inhabitant and houses without man, and the land is utterly desolate. So God is not giving up. He's going to keep going, and he's asking us to keep going and keep doing this thing that he's asking us to do. And, you know, God being a God of faith and him wanting to trust us, there's so much that um, we can't see on the outside, but we can see on the inside. And the people that aren't looking in the spirit realm, they're looking on the outside, you know, they're looking at us and they're going to be able to see us, um, him and us. And at the same time, you know, the things that we're doing aren't going to make that much sense. And so really what I'm saying is it all surrounds that relationship with him. You know, Jesus said, the mysteries of the kingdom of God are revealed to those who are seeking after them, him in the Amplified Bible, those in his circle. And they were asking him for revelation knowledge. They were asking for wisdom. And so those um, who aren't interested in God are the ones that, you know, Isaiah is talking about, how long, how long do I to keep doing this? And God is such a good God and such a fair God that he just keeps pushing and, you know, we think we're waiting. He's waiting. <laughs> you know, we know the promise and we just have to believe that it's coming. Um, a couple years ago, I was getting really frustrated and God said, you will be richly rewarded. And that was all I needed to hear. And, you know, yesterday we were talking about when you know someone and they ask you to do something, you can't say no because you're in love with them. And so even though I don't know all of my reward, I know that God is going to give me the desires of my heart. And he actually showed me that today. He said, you're not doing all this for nothing. And he's saying that to you today. You're not doing what you're doing for nothing. You're not living your life um, unselfishly for nothing. You know, the world, they live their lives for themselves. It's about them. And in God's kingdom, it has nothing to do with us. It's not about us. It's about the next person. And, you know, sometimes it seems a little unfair until you get God's perception. And what he's saying is, no, it's not about you to them, but it's about you to me. And you will be richly rewarded. I'm going to take care of you. You're going to have your heart's desires. You know, in Deuteronomy, it says, if you take heed to the voice of the Lord your God, You're going to be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. And in that, it also says that um, you're going to be known as His. We're going to be known as His. We're going to get to a place where people are going to be like, wow, they are called by the name of the Lord. Look at the difference between their life and our life. You know, and when we're going through our everyday life and people don't see it and they shake their head at us and, you know, try to... um, give the impression that we look foolish and and we feel foolish because we're doing things that they don't understand. But there's going to come a time, and I've had so many visions of this, where we're going to see those people stand before God and be like, oh my God, I was wrong. Look at this. They're right the whole time. And, you know, it, it's not that... Um, I want to glory in that or anything, but it's just, it's motivation to keep going because they're not right and they shouldn't be ruling you. You know what's right and you should be hanging on to that and representing God and being confident in who you are in Him and not letting their opinion affect you because one day they're going to find out they're wrong. That's my whole point. They're going to find out they're wrong and hopefully... It'll be in a place where they have a chance to change things. And that's why God is asking us to go, like he said to Isaiah. And that's why um, Jesus pointed that out to me today. You know, he was saying, he wasn't saying, how should we pray? He was saying that, but he was saying, how can we help? What can I do? And um, it's because he wants us to help. He wants us to do that, those greater things. He doesn't want us to live um, controlled by the world and things and our flesh, but he's calling us to lay our lives down, to lay our lives down, carry our cross for him. Forget about yourself and know that you are going to be rewarded. And right now it might be a little tough and you might be looking a little foolish and you know, you have to put up with people shaking their head at you and, you know, looking down at you, but it's temporary and you know that the greater one lives in you and that he loves you and you don't have to worry about that. So God is asking today, if you would say, how should I pray? How can I help? And be a part of bringing God's will on the earth as it is in heaven. He's asking you to do that. And um, if you've never made Jesus Lord of your life, of course, it starts with that. And when you do that, you're going to have more and more understanding. And when you seek him, actually, Jesus talked about that. Next in here, I actually would like to read that to you. Oh, I have to go back to where I was, which I just lost, Matthew, Mark. So he said, um, right after he said that, he said to them, Which of you has a friend who will go to him at midnight and say to my friend, lend me three loaves of bread for a friend of mine who is on a journey has just come and I have nothing to put before him. And from within um, will answer, do not disturb me. The door is now closed and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and supply you with anything. I tell you, although he will not get up and supply him anything, Because he is his friend, yet because of his shameless persistence and insistence, he will get up and give him as much as he needs. So I say to you, ask and keep on asking, and it'll be given to you. Keep and keep on seeking, keep on seeking, and you will find, seek and keep on seeking, and you shall find, knock, keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks and keeps on asking receives, and he who seeks, and keeps on seeking, finds, and to him who knocks, keeps on knocking, the door will be open. But Father among you, if his son asks for a loaf of bread, will not give him a stone or ask for a fish, instead will give him a fish or a serpent, or ask for an egg, will give him a scorpion. Then evil as you are, you know how to give good and advantageous gifts to your children. How much more will the Heavenly Father give you the Holy Spirit to those who ask and continue to ask him? And so, you know, the Holy Spirit, of course, is the one who gives you the wisdom and the revelation that you're, you're asking for. You're asking God for wisdom and revelation knowledge. And when Jesus left, he said that he would send the Holy Spirit, the Father would send the Spirit to come and live on the inside of you. And so you can ask that. And when you're asking um, for wisdom and revelation knowledge, and you keep on asking and you're persistent, you're going to get it. That's what I was doing today. I'm like, God, I know you have a plan. I know this is going on and that's going on. But, you know, I'm just feeling really stuck right here and I need to know something. And I kept on asking and kept on asking and I'm getting answers. And that's what God wants you to do. You know, the disciples are asking him about the parable. And he said, if you don't understand this, you won't understand anything. And then he just gave them all this wisdom and revelation knowledge that they were asking for. But those outside of his circle, everything would be as imperable. And so we have to be persistent in asking. And really that shows the seriousness of your faith, how serious you are about serving God. And so when you ask Jesus come live on the inside of you, you're gonna have, you're gonna get the Holy Spirit, God's Spirit's gonna come live on the inside of you, and then He's gonna in the Amplified Bible, it's Jesus said He's gonna be your counselor, your standby. Um, <clears throat> he's gonna remind you of things to come. He um, is gonna, He's gonna tell you things to come, remind you of things that Jesus said. You're just gonna get revelation knowledge, and you need that. You need that encouragement. You need to know that God has a plan. And even that, you're going to be rewarded and as you keep on pressing in and keep on pressing in. And don't give up. And so if you've never asked, Jesus come live on the inside of you. I'd love to pray that prayer with you right now. And um, you should know that he bore your sickness, your disease, your sorrow, your pain. He took stripes for your healing. He shed his blood so that you can be right with the Father. He laid down his life for us so that we could be right with a father, we can be forgiven of our sin and have eternal life. And of course he wants to teach us to live without sin. He's so good. He's so in love with you. If you want to ask him to come live on the inside of you, then um, he actually said in Revelation that he's knocking at the door of your heart. And if you let him in, if you invite him in, he's going to come and be with you. You want him to be with you and teach you. And you, you want to have the revelation knowledge he has, because otherwise you're not going to be able to press on and keep going. It's a relationship when you ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you. So would you pray with me, dear Jesus? We thank you and praise you that you are good and that you want to come and live on the inside of us. We We just welcome you, and we thank you for your teaching. We thank you for your correction. We thank you that you want to change us, to be like you and then send us out. We're just wanting to do for you, asking you what we can do, what personal plan that you have for us and just go ahead and set us on that path. And we just give you all the praise and all the glory for that in Jesus name. When you ask him to come live on the inside of you, he does, he's always there. He's never quiet, but you got to keep on seeking and keep on knocking so you can get that revelation. But he's always there. You're just going to know that he's there and he's going to comfort you. He's going to be your standby. He's going to tell you things that are going to happen before they happen. He's going to give you a heads up. He's so in love with you. And um, if you said that prayer, I'd love it so much if you let me know. You want to read the word because he is his word. John 1 says in the beginning was a word. And the word was God. And so when you ask Jesus to come and live on the inside of you and you start looking at that word, it's gonna, he's going to teach you, your whole life is going to change. You want to apply his word to your life, you want to do the word. And then he's going to start showing himself to you. You just have to just humble yourself before him and just let him do that change in you, and it's for good. And um, you're going to be showing the Father as you live your life His way. You're going to be representing Him. Thanks so much for listening today. God bless you.